You are now tuned into the Laptop Chronicles, the podcast for all things porn. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to have your ears stimulated. Welcome to the Laptop Chronicles. It's your host Al, the PhD of Pornography, a graduate of West Coast Productions University class of 01. And yes, I graduated magna cum laude from porn watching school. The sex talk specialist, I drink rum, I jerk off, and I always have a hundred tabs and running. Thank you for stopping in to the Laptop Chronicles. Now let's get pornorific. In this week's announcements, I'm going to keep it brief, keep it simple. Wash your hands, wear a mask. That's the only way we're going to get over this pandemic shit. All right? So for this week's porn clip of the week, jump on X videos and check out She Braids His Hair and He Eats Her Pussy. It's Andy Savage and Sookie Sookie Girl. And, And what you see is like a camera view from the top. And my man has got long hair. And he's got it like shaved on the side, so you know he's got he's got everything on the top. And um he dead ass is eating her pussy and she's braiding his hair. It's about let me see, it's about thirty minutes long. And um she comes and everything and whole time he's face first into the pussy and she is straight up braiding his hair. So that's this week's porn clip of the week. Check it out, tell me what you think. So if you know anything about me in podcast life or even in real life, you know I love three things. I love history, I love hip-hop, and I love porn. So I was watching Hamilton for, shit, I don't know, probably the 12th, 13th time, which I know some of y'all are like, ew, some of y'all don't want to watch it regularly, and here I am watching the shit for fun. But I fucking love it. And the one thing that I like about it is that you know, the um, guy who wrote it, Lin- Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda, you know, he's from the Bronx, you know, hip-hop dude. And um, so you hear a lot of, you know, hip-hop reference in Hamilton. That's why I love it. But as I'm watching it, um, I get to the part where he's talking about, where, where the characters are talking about the Reynolds affair. And what that is, is when Alexander Hamilton he ran up into a situation where this woman came to him was like, yo, I'm broke, I need some money. And he slid her a couple of dollars, um, which I think in the the colonial times, it might have been the equivalent of $40. And so he slid her the money. She slid him some, some draws. Come to find out, she was married. And so her husband finds out, comes to Hamilton like, look, dude, you've been fucking my wife. It's cool. And Hamilton was like, all right, well, check this out. I'm going to pay you so you don't let this get out. And so Maria Reynolds, that's the woman who he was having sex with, He, her, her husband said, all right, look, I'm going to take this money, but I need you to do me a favor. I need you to keep fucking my wife. Hamilton was like, all right, bet. So I guess what, what really kind of makes me 
like interested in it is the fact like when we learn history in school whether it's elementary school middle school high school college whatever it's always the boring straight ahead facts right oh George Washington and George Washington and them signed the Declaration of Independence then they signed the Constitution and then we had this government and Thomas Jefferson was this great person in history and Monticello and you know and when you really dig into it there's a lot of facts that never get taught I don't know I guess you can't really t teach them but I guess if you're if you're on top of your game like you can find a way to teach that kind of stuff right um shout out to uh dr brooks one of my history professors the first history class i ever took when i went back to college he walked in the first day and he was like look i'm gonna teach y'all what they didn't teach you i was like what so i guess that's why I, I like looking up shit like this so anyway so i'm watching you know i'm watching hamilton to see that and then i start digging into um no before that, let me back up. So the next day, I actually uh, I'm on watching I'm watching Prime Video, and this thing comes up. This show comes up. It's called Ruining History. Never heard of it before. Bet start watching it. The first episode is about Benjamin Franklin, and it's titled uh, "Was Benjamin Franklin in a Sex Cult?" I'm like, what? So then that pushes me into trying to learn about Benjamin Franklin and his philandering ways and i came across some real interesting facts so the first one is um benjamin franklin tried to fuck his friend's girl so he was in london and he was cool with this dude named james ralph and they were cool hanging out drinking beers and i guess one day they got too liquored up uh james ralph looked to the left Meanwhile, Benjamin Frank Franklin was on the right trying to trying to get his girl. So, of course, they had a falling out. Probably came to fisticuffs. But uh, Franklin, I guess he owed him some money. He was like, look, dude, I'm just going to pay you the money. And we're just going to keep it moving. Another, another thing that I learned, that Benjamin Franklin may have been the original MILF hunter. So, when he was in London, he spent a lot of time in London. He spent a lot of time between London and, and uh, Paris because he was trying to drum up support and, and um, get government help, especially in France during the you know colonial wars and all of that. Um, but then he still went to London, uh, which was weird because, you know, the colonies were, were beefing with King George. So, I don't know how that worked. But anyway, while he was in London... He, he was staying in this building owned by this lady. And so the lady lived there with her 18-year-old daughter. So Benjamin Franklin, being the player player that he was, he tried to make a move on moms. Moms was like, ah, I'm not really feeling this. So he was like, all right, fuck it. Hey, you know what? Your daughter's kind of cute. And he tried to make a move on her daughter. Um, in reading this, it says uh, he actually did have an affair with the mother um, let me see. Let me, let me make sure I get this right. I don't want to give y'all no bad information. Um, oh, it says they, they think he may have had an affair with the mother, um, and the daughter, but he, they're not sure, but they do know that the daughter moved to Philadelphia, um, after the mother died. So nine times out of 10, ben Benjamin Franklin was, he was the original, uh, 
original Pornhub star, amateur star, uploading his videos. Another another couple of facts that I learned is that um, he he learned early on in life that he loved sex, as a lot of us do, right? So he had a very strong sexual appetite. It didn't matter if it was when he was younger, when he was, say, when he was in his teenage years, he liked to go um, after older women. But it, that didn't matter. It was just he liked to have sex, period. So when uh, another thing that happened when he was in London, he liked to go to the red light districts. Which, as I'm reading this, that that's the one thing that has always kind of bugged me is that, like, you know, it, it says right here, you know, Franklin publicly promoted a life of upstanding morality and virtues. You know, like he wrote Poor Richard's Almanac, which is about, you know, the the soil and growing crops and, you know, weather and shit like that. And how you should be moral in some things. But, you know, in, in his own right, my man was out here running through the red light districts, you know, slinging penis. Which, if you if you have ever been to a red light district, like I went to the one um, when I used to live in Germany. There was one in Frankfurt. Um, it was actually pretty cool. You know, we was fucking teenagers in an area full of prostitutes. Um, but we was kids. Well, kids. But we was teenagers. But... Half the time, man, we was just going on down there. It was, like, really a cool place to hang out. Like, of course, you know, you got people down there doing whatever. And we wasn't really on that. We was just hanging out to be on the scene. And, um, you know, it's like a club district, man. It's like music pumping everywhere. Um, folks, is, you know, out is, is actually kind of safe. At, you know, well, it was. I mean, shit, this was, fuck, 20, 25 years ago. Um, but anyway... Yeah, Benjamin Franklin liked to go to uh, the red light district. And, of course, it doesn't say what he was doing in there. But if you, you know, if you Benjamin Franklin, you in a red light district and you clapping cheeks. Another thing I learned about Benjamin Franklin is that he, during all of this time when he was in London and he was in Paris, he was married. But he left his wife in Philadelphia. So, my man got married just to... um you know, I think it was a sign of the times. It was like, oh, shit, this is what you're supposed to do. Everybody's getting married. But he got married and was like, nah, this ain't it. And so whole time he's in Paris Paris and France and he's, you know, he's he's a MILF hunter. And, and he's trying to set up a threesome between the mom and the daughter. And he's in the, in the red light district and all this and that. And he's going to the sex clubs, which I'm going to get to. His wife was back in Philadelphia, like, do, 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 had his kid and everything. And um, they was married for like 44 years. Um, fucked up part of his man when she had a stroke. My man didn't even come back. He was just like, ah, well, I got work to do. So um, then one of the most, I say the second most interesting thing that I learned about Benjamin Franklin is that he wrote um, a letter. And it's called Advice to a Friend on Choosing a Mistress. And he wrote it, uh, let's see, it's dated June 25th, 1745, which I found out this letter is in the Library of Congress. So if you've ever been to the Library of Congress, uh, definitely go. It's now there's the part where um, you you go in it's like the touristy part. But if you're a researcher, you can actually there's a building right across the street. And if you're a researcher, you can get a, a Library of Congress card. And go up in there and it's 
it's massive. They have every book every writ ever written, every library. It goes down like like layered um levels and levels. It's, it's levels to this shit. And it's cool as fuck, especially for, you know, for somebody like me. I just love being in there. First time I went in there was for a class. Um, my my professor, it was like a field trip. She was like, All right, look, we're gonna meet down in DC at the Library of Congress. I'm gonna show y'all how to do research and this and that. And I fucking fell in love with the place. So I think I think I I know I still have my Library of Congress card. Um, it expires, you know, it's only good for a year, but I still have it. Nerdiest fucking thing you'll probably ever hear me. No, it's not the nerdiest thing you hear me say. It's the nerdiest thing you hear me say this week. So Anyway, um, yeah, the his advice to a friend on choosing a mistress is in the Library of Congress, which as soon as I get another Library of Congress card, I am going to look it up. So in this letter, one of the things that he's saying, um, they do think that it was written for uh, someone named Cadwalder Calden. Nobody can be really sure of that course you know a lot of things do get lost in history but in the letter he says in all your amours you should prefer old women to young ones he goes on to explain that with older women they tend to have more discretion will take care of you when you're sick are cleaner than prostitutes and that there is no hazard of children so benjamin franklin was like look bro go go get you an older woman you know that way you ain't gotta worry about her having kids and you can just shoot that club up all day which may be a bad reference let me let me walk that back but y'all know what it means but yeah benjamin franklin was like look they cook you know they're older woman to cook for you take care of you you know fuck your brains out not speaking from experience but uh yeah benjamin franklin is uh <clears throat> he was that he was that guy oh excuse me so uh yeah that's the as as crazy. Oh, and another thing I learned about about this is that because it was written in 1745, and there's more to the document, which um they're not really, I haven't really found the whole document. But like I said, it's in the Library of Congress. You know your boy is going over there to get it, and it didn't really come out to the public until the 19. Let me see. Let me get this right. Um, because of censorship laws, uh, they they tucked it, you know, they tucked it away. Um, so the document really didn't come to light until the late 1800s. So we're talking like, let's see, 1873. Uh, let's see, it says uh, the Comstock Act of 1873 made it a federal crime to circulate obscene, lewd, and or lavicious material through the mail. So you couldn't send it through the mail. Um, but with the the censorship laws becoming more and more and more lax, uh, this this document was more become you know more known throughout the general public. So yeah, I'm that's that's gonna be another episode, man. I'm gonna run down there, get on my Nicolas Cage National Treasure shit, and go in there and uh, I may not steal the Declaration of Independence, but I'll probably go after that uh, letter advice to a friend on choosing a mistress stay tuned for that matter of fact you know what i'm alive record that too it's like shit i ain't going down there to dc it's a little it's a little hot in them streets right now but anyway i digress but yeah so that's um 
those are the facts, you know, some of the facts I learned about Benjamin Franklin, man, and, and dude was wildin', you know, he was, he was out there, and so, like I say, I, all of this started because I was watching, I was watching that show on Prime, and it talks about him being in London, and being a part of this organization called the Hellfire Club, so what the Hellfire Club ended up being, it was like a, a secret order, um, that was commonly referred to, let's see, someone named Sir Francis Dashwood, who was like the head of it. He he started it, and it was like a um, you know secret society. All we ask is trust, and so Benjamin Franklin got cool with this guy, and what they what they found was that. He, there was like a secret entrance. You had to wear a mask and things. And they would, you know, pick you up on a boat and take you down through these caves or to this, you know, secret location. And they would, it would be a, a quote unquote party. But the party was, it was, you know, full of women. So basically it was a sex club. And as it became more and more known or the, the allure of it, um, became more known to the general public. They had to find ways to kind of sneak around and do it. And then that kind of reminded me of a movie. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they were reviewing um, Eyes Wide Shut. And tell me, man, when I get on these fucking squirrel thought moments, man, just be, mind just be going. So I'm listening to, to, to them talk about, uh, I can't think of the name of it. I'm going to think of the name of it sooner or later. But, I'm listening to them talk about Eyes Wide Shut. And in that movie, um, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. So, you know, it's already off the rails. And it's Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. And they end up at this sex club, right? Um, at this at this orgy. And Tom Cruise pretty much learns that he's in over his head. And so then that made me think about another movie. Um, the Da Vinci Code, which I love that movie, right? So the Da Vinci Code is you you end up you know you watch the movie and you think that um Robert Langdon is on this quest to find the Holy Grail, which he is, but the um his his uh man not the protagonist but antagonist I've been watching too much Tenet, um but the the person that he's helping her name is Sophie. And you you learn that in the movie, you know, Sophie's quote-unquote grandfather gets killed, but she hasn't spoken to him in a while because she caught him having sex in this ritual, in this ritualistic manner. And that's what Robert Langdon helps her to realize is that, you know, he wasn't just fucking just to be fucking. It was, it was a moment, it was a moment of, um, let me see. It was a moment for the some kind of ritual. And so then that made me think about another movie. And this movie is called Stretch. Um, it's a newer movie. It's about this guy. He's a limo driver. And he's in the hole. He owes his bookie like $100,000 or some shit. He's in L.A. And he has to, in order to clear his debt, he finds out he can clear his debt if he picks up this, this eccentric billionaire. And then he finds out that dude is a part of this this sex club, and they have wild sex. So he's going around L.A. trying to do all this stuff, and then finally, dude is like, "Look, 
drop me off here, you know, and then pick me up at this other spot. <clears throat> and if you do that, I'll clear your debt. So he goes to pick the guy up. And he's waiting all of a sudden. This horn goes off. The doors bust open. You see people coming out in costumes and masks and there's little people. And it's funny because, like, the movie just gives you this uh, illusion that, you know, sex clubs and sex orgies are just, are just wild fucking times, which they fucking are. Um, and I'm speaking from experience. Yes, I've been to, man, y'all know. I've been to plenty of, of parties and some of them you walk in and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, nah, I'm good. Some of them you walk in, you grab a chair, pull up, you know, get some popcorn. Uh, shit, one of the dudes I used to hang out with, he used to have parties and he'd have hip hop chicken, you know, which that's a Baltimore thing. But I'd grab a couple of chicken wings and you watch people fuck and it's pretty cool. And so anyway, I digress. But yeah. You know, it just made me think that listening to them talk about the Hellfire Club, uh, which was the club that uh, Sir Francis Dashwood started um, and that Benjamin Franklin was suspected, was known to be a part of, but nobody really knows. Historians don't really know what the club, you know, the, the details of it. Um, and then thinking about like Eyes Wide Shut and the Da Vinci Code and then, you know, watching this movie called stretch it just makes me think that you know we we really need to you know i wish that people would just be more open and accepting of you know people's you know whatever whatever you're into whether it's sex clubs or threesomes or you know polyamory whatever it is it's not like there's nothing new under the sun and so we have to just, you know, realize that it's, you know, everything's always been happening. It's always been going on. You have sex clubs. You've had um, affairs and illegitimate children and, you know, ritualistic sex and sex for procreation and sex for fun. Just sex, sex, sex. But remember, you know, if you do it, do it safe. Um, remember the, the difference between... Um, Fun and a felony is consent. And, you know, let your freak flag fly high. Enjoy yourself. So, uh, yeah, Benjamin Franklin, that dude, he was, uh, he was a man about town out here slinging penis like, like his, like his nothing. And, uh, writing the Declaration of Independence. So, hats off to you, Ben Franklin, you freaky fucker. <laughs> And this week for the Laptop Chronicles News Network, I'm going to talk about the history that was made in Washington, D.C. for the United States with the inauguration of the 46th President, uh, Joseph R. President Joseph R. Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris. That in itself right now is probably one of the most amazing things because, you know, like I think about my grandmother who was born in 1927. And even my mother, who was born in the 50s, um, who were told that they could not do certain things because they were black, because they were women. You know, I think about like some of the my, my favorite heroes in, in United States military history are, are the Harlem Hellfighters of World War One, who were essentially 
fighting for the United States, but were were made to work the back lines and and like you know uh, Doris Miller of of you know World War Two who manned a, a gun. He was a cook. He manned a, a gun during you know the attack of, on Pearl Harbor. So I think about all of these things in history and the fact that now we have been able to see the first non-white, the first uh, non-white president elected, the first non-white vice president elected. You know, we're we're still cracking through these ceilings as a, as a people, whether you're black, of African descent, whether you're Latino, whether you're Native American, um, whether you're a woman, transgender, everything, people are still knocking down these walls. And it's fucked up that these walls are up to begin with, you know. But I think, you know, going back to, you know, and, and also this week was uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, holiday. And, you know, people like to quote his speeches and things like that. And course is I have a dream speech and the things that he said I think this is this is that dream not just for black people but for non-white people in general and also you know women as as just breaking these barriers I think they said the largest demographic of of upcoming millionaires and entrepreneurs is black women right now like fuck yeah man you know and, and the fact that people are mad and upset and they just want to, you know, keep the status quo. I think that is absolute bullshit. So I'm I'm elated. I'm happy. I love that we've got to see the, you know, the things that the accomplishments, the societal accomplishments that have happened um, on the highest political scale in the United States. But there's a lot of fucking work to be done. You know, we still got these fucking Trumpsters out here talking this wild shit. So, um, you know, shout out to to the the newest president, the newest vice president, um, and the things that he's doing, things that they are doing, and um, I'm optimistic that you know things are gonna get better. So, thank you for tuning in and listening to me talk my shit this week. As always, make sure you check out my dude, Corey, Baltimore County Forever Podcast. Make sure you check out the homie Norm, Norm Regular, streaming on all available platforms. Make sure you check out uh, Jabrosa Juice. That's my guy. All right. He's uh, he's coming with a new juice line. Uh, him, Norm, and Corey, they, they just did an episode where he talked about his juice line and a lot of things he's got going on. Um, I was hoping to get him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, we I was going left, he was going right, so we're going to get it back together, because juicing is important, y'all know that, I love to talk about it, because it's not just about having good taste and cum, but it's also good for your health in general, you know, we still in January, if you're still on them workout goals, those health goals, stick with it, you know, usually... About this time, people kind of start giving up or start being discouraged. Push through that wall. You know, one of the ways to push through that wall is with your diet. So make sure you're drinking water, eating right, eating fruit. Uh, eat clean, you'll taste better. You know, make sure you're you're uh, tightening up your, your pelvic floor, right? 
do your kegels drop down and get your kegel on and stay tuned for next week um i don't know what the hell i'm gonna talk about i'll figure it out give me some suggestions you know i love hearing y'all y'all suggestions maybe i'll do uh maybe i'll do an episode on the threesome on the on the male female male threesome uh man that's gonna be a hot topic Sure, somebody, oh, too many dicks in the room. Nah, eh, well, whatever. You know, like I say, a male, female, male threesome is just like zone defense. You know, you stay on your side, stay on my side. If you're that way, hey, if you're bisexual, hey, get to have the touchy feely fun you want to have. So, anyway, man, thank y'all. Love y'all. You know, stay tuned next week. Stay healthy. Uh, wash your hands, wear your mask. We'll get through this so we can have our summer back and we can do all the fun stuff that we used to do, only do it safer. So, with that, I'm out. No rain! No rain! No rain! In the game, lost walking in the rain. Uh, calling me insane, but it's all up in my brain. What? Born with all this pain, Lord, it's hard to stay restrained. So I'm standing by this frame. What? Calling for rain. Hear me reaching out, things I speak about. I lead the route, peep the bout. Speakers beating out, things I'm needing now. Delete the leaders, leave them for the demons. Fuck them, they can eat them how. I'm finessing, hardly stressing, speeding, till my breathing's out. Flow the best, yes. Leather air wrecks, fresh. From the thrift store, bitch, I get more. Won't break a jack. What? Caught up in the game, lost walking in the rain. Uh, calling me insane, but it's all up in my brain. What? Brain with all this pain, Lord, it's hard to stay restrained. So I'm standing by this frame. What? Calling for Lorraine. Whatever, that's the call from cut. Used the floors to slut. Now I toss a buck. Look at us, trust. Life on different calibers. Expand my stamina. Snuff your mans. Fuck up your plans. Go grab some hammers up. Damn, I'm tough. Flexing on my macho like I'm Randy Buck. You talk like it's a problem, so I follow with some angry stuff. Maybe just, maybe I was crazy, but that makes me hot. Never lazy. I was paying dues before you made it up. Can't relate the pain I'm paying. Pasting where you made the cut. Left me bleeding. But you let me see who really gave a fuck What? Caught up in the game, lost walking in the rain uh, Calling me insane, but it's all up in my brain What? Brain with all this pain, Lord, it's hard to stay restrained So I'm standing by this frame What? Calling for rain. What? Walking in the rain, uh, calling me insane, but it's all up in my brain. What? Brain 
with all this pain Lord, it's hard to stay restrained So I'm standing by this frame what? Calling for Lorraine what? Caught up in the game Lost walking in the rain uh, Calling me insane But it's all up in my brain what? Brain with all this pain Lord, it's hard to stay restrained So I'm standing by this frame what? Calling for Lorraine what?